Good morning and welcome. It's that time once again, the Patriot Radio News Hour, and I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender, wealth insurance from a world gone mad, talking about gold and silver for over two decades. We've been doing this right here. Uh, we got to be, right? Longest, one of the longest running financial shows in the world today. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. The sale, and yeah, it's on sale. The sale in gold and silver uh, continues this morning. We we hit correction territory. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I guess this is what happens when you allow the robots to take over. Uh, they like things neat and orderly, so we officially have hit a 10% correction in the price of gold. And, and you know, you got to do it. It's the first time we've done it in, I don't know, two or three years. Uh, I think we're we're probably getting real close. I don't, you know what, let's face it, we've never seen anything like this. The intervention, uh, the central bank planning that's trying to convince everybody that somehow it's going to be different this time, uh, but it's never been, right? Every, I mean, every time they always say, oh, it'll be different this time, it'll be different this time, never is different. It always is the same way when you don't follow your own economic, uh, what we know to be uh, economic uh, 101, if you will, right? In other words, sound economic principles. We know that eventually it catches up to you. Uh, Are we closer to that? Is a currency war already underway? China devalued their currency again today. Matter of fact, forget about the dollar. Gold and the yuan are following each other. We'll we'll see how this all shakes out, uh, and and I'll I'll bring you up to date about that. Go out to the website, allamericangold.com. Right, we get all the news and all the information you need out there. Uh, just some programming, some updates. Uh, I know that the metals plans are done. Right, all of them, and they were done, I guess, before I got here. But Wendy was in this morning, stopped in, uh, and to bring me up to speed. Those are all out. Uh, we have another big shipping day again, Monday and Tuesday uh, next week. So we'll be all caught up from when I was on vacation. Uh, my wife Sarah's here today. She's filling in. Arlene's on vacation right now. And I think when Arlene gets back, that Wendy goes, you know, it's the, it's summertime. So we got all the summer vacations going on out there. Um, what else? We got uh, a lot of things. I know we've been talking a lot about Colorado. I'm telling you, it's happening. Uh, give us a little bit. Give us. I can't wait to see uh, what what's going to emerge here 30 days from today. Uh, but we are, if, if you're looking for Colorado on the live stream, you can. You, we have it up and running. Uh, we're working on finalizing. So it, when we put a button up there, it's going to work and always work for you. But I believe uh, Shoutcast, go to shoutcast.com and then Google the American Freedom Network, American Freedom Network, and, and you'll find uh, the Colorado live stream uh, and we'll we'll work on getting. We'll have a button on our website, and then we'll put one up on on uh, KHNCs as well. Uh, but a lot of great things. I know you don't see them yet, but a lot of a lot of good things are are happening. Uh, not only for us, but for the stations that we're on. 
and and I can't wait. I just can't wait. We're 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 closing in on some major new announcements uh, coming. So so be ready for those. And of course, all of those. Uh, just you know, we got the best customers ever. We really do. You guys are fantastic. And I know sometimes it's hard. You come out and you see gold down, and it doesn't make any sense. And 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 just know this. The laws of economics have not stopped, and they can manipulate and do things for a little while, uh, but they never last. And, and uh, the, the somehow that it's going to be different this time. We've got yield curve issues. Uh, we had a strong, strong re- rebuke out of the EU today. We got to talk about that again. The trade wars heating up. Uh, they slapped a huge fine uh, onto. I think it was Google. A $5 billion fine. Uh, President Trump tweeted out today uh, how upset and how, you know, they're really not our friends. And then the EU sending a warning about auto tariffs uh, will cover all of that. We had jobless claims today. And and I've been telling you, companies, yes, there's hiring going on, just not the hiring that it used to be jobless the weekly jobless claims number the lowest since 1969 yeah i wasn't even born yet so 48 years ago you got to go back 48 years to find people uh lining up in the unemployment line for the very first time the problem is if you just said that you'd been wow this is incredible the real problem is, is most people can't. That's the big difference in why that is. There's only 200, I want to say 207,000 were the jobless claims, uh, the lowest again since, uh, no, I think it was November of 1969. And, and I don't know how to feel about it. On the one hand, I want to say that's fantastic. On the other hand, unfortunately, I know why. Your contract workers, you don't get to file unemployment claims. Uh, and it's just a whole new jobs bargain. I think that's part of what is confusing uh, the Federal Reserve, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Wells Fargo in trouble again. I'll bring you up to speed. Uh, they had another 85 different products under investigation, uh, and we'll talk to uh, about those. And then millennials. I know we love to talk about them. The ones that have bought a home, not real happy about it. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Big news out of the Wall Street Journal this morning. Uh, unbeknownst to me, you know, you got to be careful, right? You never, you got to pay attention. Everything that I've told you is going to happen. It's happening. Maybe not at the pace we'd like it to happen. Matter of fact, really, maybe it is. Right, we maybe we're better off living in denial. So think about in the last ninety days, China has devalued their currency now now uh, almost ten percent. Right, gold's fallen ten percent. Right, as China gets ready, uh, you know, and again, I, nobody wants to admit it, but let's face it, they're handling the tariff issue uh, really, really easily. Okay, you're going to charge 10% more? Well, we'll just make it cost 10% less. <laughs> Problem solved for us. Oh, by the way, oh, sorry about you guys. Uh, uh, and the strong dollar now starting to take its toll uh, on
on Wall Street. Wall Street's down today. The and again, earnings have been not you know they're okay, right? They're not nearly as good as they were hoping for. Uh, and now we're starting to get a bunch of companies saying, hey, you know what? We're going to have issues. Uh, the second half were in, in tariffs and all this stuff. The Fed base book was out, but you know, again, all of it noise. What's real? What is it? Wages. Jerome Powell testified in front of Congress Tuesday and Wednesday. Right, and I think now the the the, the big spiel, right, the the sell job. And, and everybody, you know, giving you the how great the economy is, right? We keep hearing it's great. And it's, it's better. But who's it better for? Is it really better for most people? In his testimony in front of Congress, and, and uh, uh, the L.A. Times is actually where they picked it up, Jay Powell was talking about wages. He said the fall in the percentage of economic growth flowing to workers is now very troubling, right? And then they talk about the Phillips curve and, and, you know, right now the with the jobless claims number and the unemployment rate, right? Wages are supposed to be rising, but yet they don't. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you that the government knows wages are actually falling, right? So how can they be both? They can't be. But let's let's go to Jay Powell's testimony. In an otherwise bright American economy, Powell says it is a very worrisome sign that wages are not rising for the American worker. He was testifying in the in front of the Senate Banking Committee when he expressed concern that the share of profits. Now remember, right? This is what we can. Profits are going to be up twenty percent year over year, right? And really, when you strip out um, the tax cuts, profits are up high single digits. Maybe, maybe you know what? Maybe ten percent, right? Somewhere between, let's say, eight and eleven. Okay, in in eight to eleven is. Is, is it that hot without if you take out the, the tax cut? But workers aren't even getting that. He said that the share of profits going to American labor has fallen precipitously for more than a decade and is not reversing course. And really, you go back for the last 20 years. The only thing that's happened is Wall Street and the CEOs are keeping more and more of the profit dollars and giving the worker less and less. But that's just, that's what it is. Why would we be afraid to call it out? Why do we want to go out and try to tell the American public, oh, the wages are getting better? Every time I turn, not a day goes by where someone on the idiot box doesn't say that. Yet he testifies in front of the Senate Banking Committee, and he says the exact opposite. He says, matter of fact, he uses the word precipitously. Right? It's, it's not falling by a little bit. It's falling by a lot. 
like when Larry Kudlow lied about the deficit. By the way, the Wall Street Journal updated how big the deficits are going to be. Uh, and, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but just, just know this. The little number, as of this morning, is now going to surpass a trillion dollars in the next fiscal year, so 20, the 29th fiscal year. So starting uh, October 1st, the new fiscal year, the Wall Street Journal says the new federal, the small number, will hit $1.1 trillion. Don't worry. It's going to get bigger. But talking about wages, going all the way back to 2000, wages and salaries for American workers okay, in 2000 accounted for about 66% of the overall economy, which you kind of think about, you know, uh, consumer spending is supposed to be what? 70, 75% of GDP, and you're only getting 66% in 2000. The problem is today that number is now down to 62%. And you know what? We're getting really close to being about 60%. Right? Essentially, we're almost at 10% decline in, in, in money. And they said the rate has been declining ever since the the essentially since the millennial has has rolled over the only thing that it's done and again even this one is kind of hard they said that in his testimony that it's leveling off lately and my gut hunch is really it, it's probably only leveled off because minimum wages have risen uh, lately we want an economy that works for everyone, Powell said. In the last five years or so, or so, you know, give or take, the labor share of profits has not been increasing. This is very much akin to the flattening out of median incomes over the last few decades. Now, he used the word flattening. That's actually not true. The real thing that's really happened is real wages over the last several decades has been falling. Matter of fact, real wages in fiscal year 2018, so go to October the 1st of last year to today, real wages have been down every single quarter. Yet when you turn on the TV, they tell you how much money you're making. According to the Labor Department, median weekly earnings fell six-tenths of a percent when you adjust for inflation in the second quarter. Now, the inflation they're using is the made-up inflation number from the Fed. So we know real wages actually even fell even more than that. It is the third straight quarter in a row where inflation exceeded wage growth. Third straight quarter in a row. How do you think that's going to work? 
We've got record levels of debt everywhere. Not just you know, not just the federal level, state levels. Right? We got record debts in the pension systems. We got record debts in credit cards. We got record debts in student loans. We got record debts in autos. We got record debts everywhere. And now they're telling us, okay, for three straight quarters in a row, well, we've been out on television telling everybody wages are rising. What's really happened is for the majority of the American workers, I wish they would give us the number. If we take out 1%, 5%, 10%, what percent do we need to take out to find out how bad it really If they're saying it was down six-tenths just in the second quarter, right? you can do math. right? That would mean... Hey, if you did that every quarter, you would have 2.4% less if your pay didn't change at all, right? If you, you, you just have less. And if you stripped out the top 1%, 5%, 10%, how big is the number really? But they don't want to do that. They don't want us to know. Powell said the typical worker, you know, I just told you the numbers. These aren't my numbers. Okay, I didn't put them together. The numbers were put together. You know, these are the government's own numbers. Powell said that the typical worker was better off. How? I would say that the labor market has strengthened. See, that's how you're better off, because I would say, even though the data doesn't say it, but I'm going to say it, <laughs> right? Hey, forget about the data. Data doesn't matter, right? The yield curve inversion, yield curve inversion doesn't matter. Trade wars don't matter. Federal deficits don't matter. Record levels of debts by the consumers, it doesn't matter. It's strengthened, because I said so. The labor report will show that wages went up 2.7%. Okay, that's that's what he said it was going to show. Not really. Again, depends on how you want to manipulate the numbers. That's significantly higher than trend inflation. Now, again, what inflation is he talking about? Because I can tell you at my house, inflation is killing us, right? Just health care premiums, right? The cost of sending your kids to school, the cost of automobile insurance, the cost of gasoline, the cost of the air conditioning, you name it, 2.7. I would love it if it was only that, right? I think all of us would. There is a bit of a bump from gas prices. He said, just a bit. Just a little bit. Really, when you think about it, gas prices, and and you know what? They've come down a few cents here lately. But gas is up, what, a dollar a gallon? You know what? Just under now, because I know at the beginning of the year, gas was about 215. I saw this morning, I saw 295. And that's not at my house. It's more than that, but two ninety five where I go to get gas. That's a little bit. 
How many times you fill up your tank, Jay? Well, you know what, Jay, he doesn't have to worry about it. He's got people to pick him up, right, drive him around, right? He's probably got, if he does drive a car, he probably uses the government credit card to pay for it, so he doesn't know. But I would say workers are better off. That was his comment. Workers are better. Now, he said that real earnings fell six-tenths of a percent in the second quarter. By the way, again, third straight quarterly decline. By the way, that was the, just so you know, so I'm not exaggerating. Three quarters ago, the decline was more than 1%. Uh, then the first quarter, it got a little better. The decline was about three-tenths of a percent. Now we're at six-tenths. So six-tenths is about the average. So if you take the last three quarters, you've lost 1.8% of your money, right? You're, you're, that, you're 1.8% poor, and he's going to come out and tell you that you're better off. See how it works? And Wall Street doesn't care about the other than Jay Powell said workers are better off. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Promoters of abortion are aggressively pursuing a legal strategy to establish a new constitutional right to abortion for illegal aliens. Young girls are entering our country unlawfully while pregnant, and a cadre of attorneys are demanding that the courts compel the Trump administration to be complicit in facilitating abortions for them. This combination of illegal immigration and demands for a right of abortion may be opening some people's eyes to both. To those who support abortion, do they support a right for illegal aliens to abortion here? The Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit convened en banc which is a rare sitting of all active judges, so that the majority Clinton and Obama-nominated judges could declare a constitutional right to abortion for illegal aliens. Then the attorneys pushed this issue for a 17-year-old girl who apparently entered our country unlawfully while pregnant and arranged for a middle-of-the-night abortion to circumvent timely review by the U.S. Supreme Court. The completed abortion mooted the case, and the precedent of the en banc D.C. Circuit ruling supposedly settled the issue for use nationwide. But something did not sit well with the Supreme Court justices, perhaps including Justice Kennedy. Kennedy had silently sided with expanding the rights to abortion in Whole Woman's Health v. Hellerstedt in 2016, which overturned a Texas pro-life law. But is Kennedy really okay with establishing a new right to abortion for pregnant girls who unlawfully enter the United States from countries that have pro-life laws? Perhaps not, and perhaps that is leading him and others to rethink their logic towards abortion. President Trump's Solicitor General, Noel Francisco, brilliantly appealed the D.C. Circuit's ruling to the Supreme Court after finding a precedent that authorizes overruling decisions that were mooted by a subsequent factual development. Solicitor General Francisco also requested that the High Court consider disciplining the attorneys who arranged for such an irregular abortion to evade Supreme Court review. The lack of respect for the orderly administration of justice, not to mention the possible exploitation of the immigrant girl, should be troubling even to those who support abortion. 
Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You'll be glad to know the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly continues. Upheld by Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, chairman Helen Marie Taylor, treasurer John Schlafly, a full staff in St. Louis in our nation's capital, and thousands of citizen volunteers, her eagles, across the country. You can be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Welcome back, 800-951-0592. The Dow is down this morning. A lot of things happening. Uh, We we had Jay Powell testifying over the last several days. We had the EU slapping fines on U.S. technology companies. China coming out this morning slamming Larry Kudlow. Uh, the the EU saying it's getting ready to respond to automobile tariffs and all of this stuff going on and and of course the bigger news is how China's fighting the war because make no mistake about it it's a war and they're just devaluing uh, the Chinese yuan now down eight percent now almost nine percent now in the last ninety days it's it's, it's amazing how quickly uh, all of these currencies and the euro's getting hammered right the euro's getting hammered because they're worried about italy that problem hasn't ended uh the pound sterling getting hammered because they're worried about brexit and that issue all of these and listen they're they're we're out there pretending it's goldilocks jay powell testifies in front of congress calls the a share of profits going to american workers the decline troubling but then in the same breath, I said, but you're better off. Even though the data says, no, we're not. Yeah, we, we can get a job. Yeah, Americans can get a job. We just can't pay to afford to live. But you're better off. And then this came out. And this one was, this is the one, this is where we need to keep our eye. Nobody's talking about it. You can't find it, right? The Wall Street Journal had it. In April, think about that. What is what is it? July? So April, May, June, July. So ninety days ago, right about the same time, China started devaluing. Right around the same time, people stopped going to the U.S. debt auctions the way they used to. The CBO came out with an update. And they said, hey, you know what? Our numbers were wrong. Not a shock. right? They're, they're wrong on purpose. The United States will run a trillion-dollar deficit, not 2022, which had been the number up until April. And they changed it and said in tw- to 2020. And again, remember, this is the small number. We've already we're already running trillion dollar deficits. That's happening right now, way over. I, I, I'm not talking like like one trillion or one point one. We're probably running one five, one six, maybe even one seven this year. Big number, but the little number. Again, remember, right? The government keeps multiple sets of books, and they always want you to believe the best one. Ninety days later, so they 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 took off two years. Ninety days later. The CBO was out again and said, hey, you know what? Our numbers were wrong. We're now going to hit trillion-dollar deficits 
in 2019. And specifically, they said $1.1 trillion in 2019. Again, little number. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's better. We got a 50-50 shot at doing it this year. It's going to be real close. We'll be within, I, my guess anyway, we'll be within $100 billion of a trillion dollars this year. We may get there. Definitely now going to get there next year. And, and I guess if you think about it, in six months, the CBO has taken three years off the number. In April, they also took four years off of the Social Security number. Well, depends on which number you want to look at. They said in April that 2018 Social Security, it will pay out more than it takes in. And actually, it's been doing that for a while. But more than it takes in after the government pays the quote-unquote interest payment on the fake IOUs. That was four years ahead of schedule. Somehow, though, because it's the CBO and they can make stuff up, they didn't change the long number, right? They still leave it. Oh, 2034, it's broke down. Just so you know, nothing really changes. When Social Security goes broke, nothing really changes. And what I mean by that is the government now is essentially making up the shortfall. Right? It just gets added to the national debt. You know, the, the filing cabinet, it's not real. Right? There's no IOU. I guess there, well, there is an IOU there. Right? But it's truly an IOU. Right? They call it a non-marketable security because they never bought any security. Right? They just spent it. So every year from here on out, the government will spend more and we'll go into debt more and more. And whenever and I tell you, you know, trust fund's probably gonna be out twenty twenty five, maybe twenty twenty six, right? The fake filing captain. But it really doesn't matter because you know, whatever the, the the I think that year the government will be what, about five hundred billion dollars in debt a year to Social Security. Think about that. And they'll have collected well over a trillion. You know, it'd still be short. But now the CBO last night came out with new projections saying that the spending increases are having a bigger effect. Rates are are higher than they anticipated, right? When we talked about that short end of the yield curve continuing to rise, causing the government to spend more money. Uh, has now said that the national debt, the small number, will exceed $1 trillion next year. And I'm like I said, could be this year. Here's the problem. That's not that bad. Wait till you see what the number is in 2022. The year, you know, that was the year it was supposed to happen all the way up until April. We're going to be close to $2 trillion then. By 2025, 2026, it's going to be closer to three a year. And people aren't going to the auction, right? Russia just dumped all of their whole... Not that they had, you know, they had $100 billion. Now they're not buying any. Think about it. If you rolled over that $100 billion, even if they just rolled it over, 
That was $100 billion less dollars they had to sell to somebody else. And you just start thinking, what do you, what do you think they're up to? Do you think maybe, and I don't know, call me crazy, but I've been thinking a lot about this. And, and all of a sudden, it, it dawned on me. Right? Gold's following the Renembi. Right? Every day for 90 days, China comes out and makes their currency weaker and weaker and weaker, and the gold price is falling. You think maybe them and the Russians are just loading up? I mean, what do you think the Russians did with that $100 billion? And they don't put it in the bank. Think maybe they bought gold and they just don't want anybody to know? Patriot Radio News Hour. Talk about Wells Fargo next. 800 As I told you at the beginning of the show, Wells Fargo and more trouble. You know what? It's not just Wells Fargo. They may be the worst of the bunch, but it's all of them. And actually, this report kind of shed some light on that. Uh, talking about Wells Fargo, apparently they have more issues. The latest, you know, we, we remember the, le- the last one was about illegally repossessing people's cars, right? Making them buy insurance that they didn't need on the cars, even though they had insurance and all that other stuff. Uh, and, and, and fraudulently cross-selling on credit cards and other products. Right, this was on top of the fake accounts and all that stuff. Well, now there's a new one. The bank is now being called out for adding opaque products, opaque, you know, their products, to the accounts of hundreds of thousands of customers. Now think about this. They've already ripped off millions of people. Right? Remember how bad people were about Bernie Madoff? This is Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff chump change. Makes Bernie Madoff look like a saint. Nobody wants to talk about it. This is what happens when your money gets into the bank. Trust me, one way or another, they're going to get it. Services like pet insurance and legal services without first explaining to the customer how they are supposed to use them and what's covered, what's not covered, right? You know, that old thing, right? Because let's face it, a lot of people today, I don't get it, but it is, it is what it is. People view their pets, you know, as an example, like their children. And apparently Wells Fargo was offering products, and the only difference was they were just ripping you off. They said that the CFBP is investigating how Wells Fargo collected fees on the so-called add-on products. It recently prompted it to refund millions of dollars to consumers. So in other words, Wells Fargo uh, very quietly has been trying to give people their money back, right? Because they, they know that they ripped them off. Wells Fargo days ago took a six hundred and nineteen they announced earnings six hundred and nineteen million dollar charge in the second quarter to refund customers for overcharging in its foreign exchange wealth management auto and mortgage lending units. Right? I mean that's that's a lot of units. 
The bank also agreed to a $1 billion settlement in April. On top of that, Wells Fargo knew there could be a problem with these add-on products for quite some time. Right? Is anybody surprised by that? The bank received a consent order from the OCC focusing on add-on products in June of 2015. That was three years ago. According to people that are familiar with the matter, other large U.S. banks, told you they weren't the the only one, including Citigroup and Bank of America, you start start adding it up, right, where 90% of people have their money. All of those banks are essentially criminal organizations. Call it what you want, but they pay fines day in and day out for ripping us off, and nobody ever gets in trouble. Nobody ever goes to prison. Uh, As an example, Bank of America paid more than $700 million in Citigroup the same in regulatory settlements related to add-on products. They just did it in 2015 and 2014. So while Wells Fargo was getting all the headlines, right? these other banks were making little deals, right? Oh, by the way, here, here. How about $700 million? Oh, here you go. Don't tell anybody. Wells Fargo disclosed in April of 2017, so they were made aware in June of 2015, and a filing that it was reviewing add-on products. Hey, we're going to take a look at it. Two years ago, two years gone by. Hey, we're going to look at it now. Other products such as identity theft, right? They got pet insurance, right? Identity theft. Uh, debt protection products. I'm not sure even what that is. I don't overdraft stuff. I don't know. And said that it had begun remediation efforts where they identified impacted customers. Apparently, they didn't do a very good job of it because uh, now they're being uh, their feet are being held to the fire. So here's what happened. Apparently. There was 85 different add-on products that Wells Fargo offered. 85. According to Ernst & Young, okay, so this is who Wells Fargo hires in 2017. They found, and I love this number, 15 to 20. Well, which is it? Is it 15 or is it 20, right? Obviously, we know it's 20. So essentially one out of every four almost of these products were said to have violated law, right? You know, eh, we only broke the law every fourth time. It's okay. So far, Wells Fargo has not said exactly how much it's going to cost the bank this time. Don't you love the central bank, right? The the head banker of all, Jay Powell, and all his cronies helping helping all of these banks get away with it. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on a Thursday. It's enough just to make me sick. 
It really, really is. But as we watch all of this play out, uh, and and we see the debts rising, right, and they very, you know, very quietly, you think about ninety days. They've taken what three years off of uh, when we're going to hit a trillion. Really, could be four years. And and seemingly nobody wants to pay attention. Here's what they, you know, what I'd love them to say is what's their, what's the new number for 2022? If in April it wasn't, it wasn't we weren't supposed to hit a trillion to then. What are they saying it's going to be? Right, that's what I want to know. 1.6, 1.72. Who's going to pay for it? Who's going to buy it? Speaking of buying things, the European Union this morning came out and said that they are preparing measures to retaliate against the United States if they put the tariff on imported cars and auto parts. Remember, that's coming up. If the U.S. imposes these tariffs, that would be very unfortunate, the EU Trade Commission said. They said that the EU has been preparing a list of rebalancing measures there as well. And that they have made clear to our American partners what those items are. They they won't they didn't say it in this article. EU officials on uh, July the twenty fifth. So what is that next week? Will seek to contain the damage as they uh, meet with the U.S. So we got a big trade meeting on July the twenty fifth. And saying that the United States has been unpredictable and that they are prepared to react to anything, any measure put on by the United States. And I guess here's the, here's the, the big point in all of this. Sooner or later, we've got to get to a point where the United States is actually allowed to play on a level playing field, and it's not. right. Even in this article, they said, yeah, well, you know what, you're right. We, we, we have a higher tariff than you do. And then they said, but you got a higher tariff, and they named some other item, this item and that item and all this other stuff. And at the end of the day, the bottom line is these were horrible deals. Horrible. Think about what's really happened. Think about Jay Powell and what he said in front of the banking committee today. Here's what he said. American workers get in the short end of the stick, and they've been getting it for decades. Well, what happened? Oh, that's right. We passed NAFTA and GATT. We passed all these free trade agreements, and what happened? It's easy what happened. What happened was the American worker got, got put out of good jobs, right? And now we, we work, what, for Uber and Lyft and contract and do all this other stuff. Can't even file an unemployment benefit. But don't worry. A uh, quick look here at the market. Dow's down a hundred points. Uh, actually, a hundred and seven points this morning. Gold, like we talked about earlier, gold's down 11, 1216. It got to 1210. 1210 is a what I would call a, a minor support level. 1200 uh, is the big level. If we break that, look for 1190. Uh, if we hold that, then, then look for the rebalance. Uh, silver, 15 and a quarter right now. It's down 25 cents. Uh, by the way, I know this Colorado, we have dimes and quarter rolls in stock live. Uh, dimes are at 65 bucks. 
Uh, quarters are at 130. Phoenix in stock. We've got U.S. $20 Liberties. They're 1290 800 951 0592.